Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. Well, I thought it'd be perfect with the NBA season starting uh, this week to invite the one and only Jared Dudley. You know him, 2007 Boston College graduate, ACC Player of the Year, second team All-American, four-year member of BC Sports, now in his 13th season in the NBA. First of all, Jared, thanks a lot for joining us here in the NBA, uh, excuse me, on the podcast, as you are in the NBA with the LA Lakers. Thanks so much, Jared. Man, anytime, man. Always a pleasure to come on the podcast and see, talk with the old friend, old BC alum. So, man, it's good. To, it's good to catch up. You know what, Jared? My first question to you is: First of all, can you believe it? Uh, I remember you graduated college. You said your time to go to the NBA. Can you believe like, we're here now, thirteen years later, sixty-one million dollars later? Just your thoughts and what is your key? If you have two or three keys, break it down for us. How have you survived in the NBA so long? Well, I think the first thing you got to have goals. When I was a little kid, you know, wanted to play in the NBA. How long I wanted to play was ten years. So I'm not surprised that I got to ten years. When you look back on it, man, to play thirteen years and see how rare it is to see that the, the amount of work you have to put in. I would say someone for like me, the key is is evolving. Um, you know, the people that evolve stick in this league. You have to evolve as a coach. You got to evolve as a person. You got to evolve as a player. So I came in as a, you know, BC, small forward, power forward. By, by the time I left, I could shoot the three, 40% from the clip. My rookie year, I shot about 18% from three. Got traded to Phoenix. Became a slowly, uh, I mean, slowly became a three and D. Became one of the best NBA three-point shooters. Shot 47 one year. And then... When to be able to play power forward, when stretch fours became so popular, I kind of hit that wave before I started breaking. I saw Draymond do it, Jabari Parker tore his ACL. I went to a stretch four. That right there stretched my career three, four, five years because the players I was guarding were slower. They were taller. I could use my mind and my shooting ability to space the floor, and that's what I'm here now with the Lakers, man. So I think evolving, taking care of my body. Uh, I, I've had surgeries. They've been in off season mostly. I, I, you know, even when people have your training for your team, I have my own physical therapist that I see every three, four weeks, help me just maintain my body to be able to play. And then, you know, sometimes it's sacrificing. I sacrifice playing time to be able to be a mentor. And when I need to do that in Phoenix and do that for different teams and this team, it's very, you know, it's, it's a veteran team looking for a championship, man. So you have to just be able to evolve and be able to be able to accept your role and, 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 and star in that role. Do you have any moments when you look back right now from where you are, say, B.C.? I remember your senior year, your mom visiting you from San Diego. She's staying with Coach P. Murphs, your brother visiting you, living in Edmonds Hall, to now where you are at the Lakers in your 13th year. Do you have any moments where you're just like, wow, this is all came through for me? Yeah, I think in B.C., I think my moments are fun years. My junior year, we were 20-0, and 
it, it put such a, a national spotlight on BC because it was only two other, it was us and Illinois who was ranked number one. We were number three. They were the only unbeaten teams. Conti former, I remember beating, I think it was Georgetown or, or uh, Georgetown to get us to 20, you know, maybe even Villanova. I just remember Conti form. I remember, you know, getting to the Sweet 16. I remember beating Syracuse at home and then, you know, you go to Charlotte and you start fresh again. I'm a rookie again. I'm a freshman basically again. And you got to work your way up and find your identity. It wasn't until year three with the Suns where I was a 40% three-point shooter. I was a good defensive player. I was playing with Steve Nash and I had an identity. And then once you have an identity in this league and you just keep doing what you can, I, I wasn't someone where after year three or four, it wasn't like I got better or my handles got better. I got better defensively. I... I, I was a specialist, and I, I, I specialized in defense and shooting threes, and it, and it led me to get you know play seven, eight years, and I had evolved to a stretch four where it was more pick and pop, read the defense, communicate on defense where you, you – there's so many pick and rolls where my communication where I could put people in the right places, and that gave me a huge advantage of, of being basically another coach on the floor, be able to read defenses offensively and defensively. Okay, Jared, now fast forward. You remember the L.A. Lakers. You're about to play the Clippers tonight. Kid growing up, San Diego University, high school. Just what does it mean to be on the Lakers now in your stage of your career? I mean, I don't think it's, you know, for one, there's no you know bigger brand than the Lakers. My mom was a huge Laker fan, grew up in San Diego. I mean, we're on TV every game, so just to have that exposure. Um, and for me to be able to play with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, I mean, right there with those two people, you're a championship contender. And so this is just game one of 82. It's hype. It's, it's obviously more hype because the Clippers, what they did in the offseason with Kawhi, um, it's a start. It's opening night. We play them again on Christmas. That will be another hype one. But I think both teams are trying to set the tone. You know, you, you, people want to start off with a good start. There's no clear cut number one favorite. I think every one team has their chance and has their flaw. They got to stay healthy. But man, what a better what a better time to start with these top two teams playing against each other in the city of LA. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm, based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Jared, could you break down your game day four as the actual day of the game? I know you just woke up from a nap as well. Just take us from breakfast till the game time, the tip-off. What's it like for you, uh, typical game day? Yeah, I would say breakfast around, you know, uh, around 7.45, 8. Get to the arena by 8.30. Shoot around starts at 9.45. I get my shots from about 8.45, 9 to 9.30. Usually film at 9.45, breaking down the team. How we're going to play defense on certain players. What, what plays do they like to run? Then we get on the floor and stretch go through some shooting drills go through our plays go through some um go through some in-game scenarios how we're going to guard certain players what plays we're going to run from sideline out of bounds 10 seconds left five seconds left and then get your free throws and shooting and it's real quick and then i usually get in the cold tub hot tub contrast just get your body prep ready to go go home have your lunch pre-game meal take your hour and a half to two hour nap wake up Get your outfit on, and here I am driving to the arena, getting ready for the game. And take us to moment. Obviously, LeBron James, your teammate of him, first time. What's it like playing with him? And is there something you give us behind the scenes that we may not know about LeBron that's maybe surprised you about LeBron since you met him this summer? Exceptional leadership. 
obviously everyone knows that he's locked in ready for the year, but his communication skills with all players, when it comes to the group chat, when it comes to practices, when it comes after his leadership, getting guys together for for going out for dinners, camaraderie. He's really big on the team aspect, and I didn't know that. I knew he was a great player. I knew he was a great leader on the floor, but it's different than off the floor, especially getting all 15 guys and, and feel like you have a relationship with them. I think that it's been a dream come true. I mean, he's one of the best players. I think we all can agree top three or top four best players of all time, and to be able to, have, to, be able to go on this journey with them, man, it's, uh, it's life-changing and it's big time. Okay, Jared, just a couple more minutes here. Hey, what do we think of the Lakers? What's the goals for this year? And give me two or three surprised NBA teams you think will be better than we think around the league real quick. I think, obviously, the goal for us is to get a home court advantage. I mean, obviously, you know, a top one or two seed, because, you, you know, the better the seed, the better the percentages are. It's not everything, but it's a lot. The goal, obviously, to win a championship. And we lose Western Conference Finals. We failed our goal, you know. So um, the championship's the goal. I think teams to look out for this year. I think Sacramento Kings, who didn't make the playoffs, I could see them making the playoffs this year. Um, I could see, um, I think it's come down to Philly and Milwaukee in the East. It's going to be a, a surprise team. I didn't make the playoffs to be Miami Heat. I think Jimmy Butler and get the, the young kid, Tyler Hero. I think between them and Sacramento, those are going to be two teams that didn't make the playoffs that did make the playoffs. But I think Utah, I think Utah adding what they have, they're going to be a, a top team this year here in the West. All right, Jared, I got a lot of Celtics fans in my podcast. Quickly, what do you think about the Celtics? They got they got a chance this year? Or what do you think? They may yeah, come back yes. a little bit. I, I, I think they'll have a similar record they had last year, similar seeding. I think it'll be better chemistry without Kyrie. I think it's, that's easy to say. I think it's going to be – I think I think Jalen Brown and Tatum uh, are going to have a huge jump. I think Haywood looks a little bit healthier. I think it's hard for them to play defense because, you know, Kimball's a great player, but with him and Cantor out there, it's not a great defensive lineup. I know Smart – Brown can play, but it'll be tough. Um, we'll see what their young guys are, but I could see them easily with a you know anywhere from a four to six seed. I don't I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to put them in the top three, but I'm going to put them four, five, six, possibly with home court advantage. And I see those young guys making a huge jump. All right, Jared. Travel question: NBA. What's your favorite road city to visit, my man? Who do you? When? What restaurant? Is there a restaurant that you like in the NBA circuit? I mean, when it comes to different city, I think for me a favorite would be Toronto because you know you go through really? the Miami's in state. Yeah, Toronto's got great culture, great restaurants. Um, Soto Soto's a nice Italian spot out there. It's really really good, really really popular. Um, I mean, any anyone would say Miami. That's just natural. You know, you have Miami. Obviously, I live in California, so those teams. But I lived in New York last year. But a hidden gem. I, I can't even say it's hidden anymore. But Toronto is definitely one of my one of my favorites to visit. All right, quickly, last questions. BC man. Craig Smith, your teammate, got inducted to the Hall of Fame last weekend. Just give us a quick couple thoughts on Craig Smith. Man, Craig, if it wasn't for Craig Smith, I wouldn't have gone to BC just because I knew they were good. He was a, an all-conference player, 20 and 10. Uh, academically, I remember going there, meeting with Cooley and Al Skinner and looking at the the, 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 the team and that they had a star there. I knew I could be eventually a star. I thought that they had, a, you know, veteran leadership around. It was a perfect fit. He deserves everything. All American led our team was our best player. Uh, I used a lot of stuff that I learned from him to take on. And so I'm very, very happy with that. I get asked a lot about BC fans. Are you ever interested in coaching post-career or do you want to stay away from coaching? Uh, I, no, that's definitely a possibility, man. Coaching or GM, um, any of that, man. So I'm, I'm excited to pitch into that. Great. Well, hey, Jared, man, we wish you the best. Appreciate it. Always supporting you from the BC family, and good luck with the Lakers this year, my man. Thank you, sir, man. I appreciate you, man. Love okay. your show.
Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.